everyone continuing our discussion on the people who contributed to the field of mechanical behavior of materials today i will be covering the heroes of plastic deformation if you can call it that way eric schmidt was born on the 4th of may 1896 in bruck an der moor in austria after his schooling he enrolled at the university of vienna to study physics and maths which interrupted by his deployment in the first world war he finished only in 1920 with a teaching exam and a doctorate he got his first job at technical university in vienna as an assistant to professor ludwig flam following his doctoral thesis about brown in which he produced four papers on the brownian motion and its connection with determination of electrical elementary quantum he moved on and accepted an invitation to the kaiser wilhelm institute for fiber chemistry this is where he met hermann mark and michael polanyi and together they carried out studies on metal crystals and in the same year in 1922 published the seminal paper on processes during the expansion of zinc crystals schmidt began his further research in metallurgy which until then mainly used chemical processes and now incorporated more and more physical methods and is therefore regarded as one of the pioneers of modern metal physics he later worked closely with walter boas publishing more than 50 papers and co-wrote the book crystal plasticity which is translated to both english and russian and served as a standard textbook for more than one generation all this was not just about scientific curiosity during the war years the development of replacement materials was given the highest priority for example production of zinc and lead alloys for manufacturing of bearings as a replacement for alloys which were expensive and scarce at the end of the war eric schmidt moved to the vacuum schmelz ag laboratory in hanau am main and rebuilt the completely destroyed laboratory once back in austria he created working groups for plasticity and studied them with ultrasound and at low temperatures this started uh, the investigation of the influence of radiation on solid body properties leading to the book on materials of reactor construction as the head of the austrian academy of sciences he founded 12 institutes for basic research in the natural sciences as well as humanities he passed away on the 22nd of october 1983 in vienna the schmidt factor or the schmidt's law is named in honor of him Richard Edler von Mises was another contemporary Austrian scientist and mathematician who worked on solid mechanics, fluid mechanics, aerodynamics, aeronautics, statistics and probability theory. Although best known for his mathematical work, Mises also contributed to the philosophy of sciences as a neo-positivist. He was born in Austria-Hungary in what is present-day Ukraine. And in 1905, still a student, he published an article on the geometry of curves in a prestigious German physics and mathematics journal. 
1908 he was awarded a doctorate on the determination of flywheel masses in crank drives before the first world war he had already become a pilot and lectured on the design of aircrafts and on the outbreak of war he naturally joined the austro-hungarian army as a test pilot and a flying instructor and supervised the construction of a 600 horsepower aircraft called the mises aircraft he moved to dresden and later berlin as director and full professor being a jew the rise of the national socialist party in 1933 threatened him and caused his move to turkey later on he accepted a position in the us in 1939 and was appointed as the gordon mackey professor of aerodynamics and applied maths at the harvard university in 1939 in aerodynamics he made notable advances in boundary layer flow theory and airfoil design He developed the distortional energy theory of stresses which as we know is one of the most important concepts used by engineers in material strength calculations of course now known as the von mises yield criterion Sir Alan Cottrell is a British metallurgist who also worked unrelated fields After his PhD on welding in 1947 he was appointed a lecturer at the Department of Metallurgy at Birmingham and later became a full professor During 1946-47 he could not work on his experiments at the university because the heating had been turned off for lack of coal Searching for something to do at home he stumbled upon the theory of dislocations His studies eventually led him to the first accurate description of how yielding occurs in steels and culminated in the book in 1948 called The Theoretical Structural Metallurgy. This turned out to be a classic using concepts from solid state physics and thermodynamics. In 1955, he became the department head of the metallurgy division of the Atomic Energy Research Establishment in UK. A routine annealing of graphite control blocks got out of control in 1957, causing a fire that released sizable amounts of radioactive iodine into the atmosphere. Well, Cottrell was called into action and was placed in charge of the research program to better understand the release of this so-called Wigner energy in graphite. And by 1958, he came up with the safer method of annealing a nuclear reactor along with his team. He moved to Cambridge and was knighted in 1971. He wrote several books on metallurgy and other subjects. Notable ones include The Mechanical Properties of Matter, How Safe is Nuclear Energy, and Introduction to the Modern Theory of Metals. I would say that while you keep hearing about these scientists and their names in this particular course on mechanical behavior of materials, it's very interesting to see how they came from different challenging environments and worked on aspects that included not only theory but application oriented research which contributed to our understanding of the field as we know it today thank you